This is Rob Beck. This is Joe Aljanis. We're at Kettles in Buffalo, New York. And you're on Rugby Wrap-Up. Coming up next on Rugby Wrap-Up, Major League Rugby's Eastern Conference MIPs with Brian Ray. Rugby Wrap-Up brought to you in part by The Pig & Whistle, the world's best rugby pub. And Lean and Limber, stretch your way to a healthier lifestyle. Hey everybody and welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up at the world's greatest rugby pub, the Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street. And we are talking Major League Rugby and we are talking Major League Rugby with none other than Mr. Brian Ray of America's Rugby News. And he is calling in from north of the border, that's the Canadian border, and I think it's someplace like Nova Scotia. Is that right, Brian? That's right. Halifax, Nova Scotia, I'll... It's very warm here, I can assure you. Just uh, ignore the snow outside and my shivering hair. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to get to Vegas. Why don't you just throw some more peat on the fire? <laughs> you might have to just burn down the whole damn place here to survive the night. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not really my wheelhouse. I don't know why I live in this terrible country, to be honest. Whoa, whoa. He said it, folks. <laughs> I didn't. I love Canada. So, well, I'll have to... Get you up here in the Great White North. Maybe uh, check out an Arrows game sometime in uh, beautiful Toronto. They're freezing to death now as well, but maybe in the spring. Well, we know it's a lot less humid in Toronto than it is in Buenos Aires because Tomas de la Vega told us right on this program that it was. He's not only sipping the Canadian Kool-Aid, you guys have him chugging the Canadian Kool-Aid. You got to love that guy. Oh, yeah. Fitting right in already. I saw him uh, hanging out there drinking whatever it was before that game against uh, Rooney. A couple pictures in there. But it wasn't wasn't drinking mate. I don't know what's going on with him. He's going to hang out with those Uruguayos a little bit more and and get with the program. Wow. Yeah. Again, you don't expect the guy from Nova Scotia in a conversation with the guy from New York to be the politically incorrect one. I am not touching that one with a 10-foot pole. (laughs) Well, we can't be perfect all the time. You know, professional apologizers, right? So... Fair enough, fair enough. But we're here to talk Major League Rugby, specifically MIPs, RWU's MIPs, and I know you love acronyms. That is Rugby Wrap-Up's Most Important Players. And on this program, last time we had Mike Tolkien here at the Pig & Whistle, the world's best rugby pub, talking the Western Conference MIPs. But we have you to talk the Eastern Conference MIPs. And just to be clear, these are players that teams cannot afford to lose. Do you understand the concept, sir? I got it. I got it. I'm, I'm glad you picked the East. Being on the East Coast, I can relate to many of these players. Okay. Many of the people out there watching or listening are now wondering, A, if Canada does actually have an East Coast, and B, where the hell Halifax fits in. But we're not talking that kind of geography. The only geography we're talking today is which Eastern city to start with. And we were going to start with Toronto, but because you're a Toronto guy, we figured we'd save your best for last and go with the team that was shunned by the West and welcomed by the East, Nola Nate Osborne's Nola Gold. I think we're allowed to start Nola, two Canadians on that side. So they're, you know, they're almost like an extra Canadian team. Of course, Eric Howard and Kyle Bailey down there. But my, uh, my pick for Nola is going to be Con Foley, the Australian inside center. Uh, I think I'm tipping him. I think he's going to be vice captain this season. He's a backline leader. Uh, he's not a crash banger guy. He's creative in the midfield, defends well, uh, steady guy there. And uh, I don't think they have, you know, they got some guys who can fill in, but I think he's a pretty important figure in that team. Con Foley, great player, great pick, and a great name in a no-frills kind of fashion. But 
There's somebody out there that we have to discuss, and that's Tristan Blewett. Can you enlighten us on why he is no longer with the gold? Yeah, real shame that Blewett's gone. Uh, you know, he's he's got some parental pressure, I guess, coming from home. But, uh, you know, he's really just going back to South Africa to do finish his studies in university. Um, you know, it's just his decision. What you're going to do? You're not making the big bucks in MLR yet, so... Uh, you know, but that is a loss to Nola. That's a loss to MLR. Certainly, what an exciting player, uh, and and the timing could be, you know, a little bit better to be honest. So, what, but sorry, guys, my mom says I can't play professional rugby today. What what is that? <laughs> hey, you said it, not me. I'm not going to claim that one. <laughs> Tristan's mom and dad, you had your chance and you blew it. That was for Brian. He loves De Niro. Anyway, I could go to the back line here and pick J.P. Eloff because in season one, they lost him and really struggled after that. But I'm going to go to the front row. Out of the gate, they were great. You know, they were cruising. And then toward the second half of the season, they struggled. And it wasn't because of the heat. And it wasn't because they were running up and down the pitch in the first half of the season, exhausted from scoring tries. It was because they lost Ben Tarr. You cannot lose a guy like that and expect to overcome it. At certain points last year, they were struggling so much. I thought Tim Falcon, the owner, was going to step in to play prop. He could still do it. He's an old boy. But Ben Tarr is my pick. Yeah, it's a good choice as well. Certainly the scrum really fell apart after he got hurt last year. They've got uh, Dino Waldron, and the other Eagles guy uh, there as well. So two uh, USA internationals, a tight head, but Tar is certainly a key figure. And I like your pick, uh, your or your non-pick rather, of Eloff as well, another key guy. So there you go, all important players. Yeah, and I'm just covering my keys to here with the uh, Eloff pick to make it look like I know what I'm talking about. But Ben Tar was the guy. Let's move to rugby ATL. That's what they're calling themselves, the ATL. Yeah, one of the uh, new kids on the block and a contender for uh, worst name in MLR until that other uh, little renaming incident a short time ago. Uh, I, I think ATL's got a good squad. I'm going to pick uh, Duncan Van Skulkvik, DVS, uh, a really creative player. He's playing scrum half for them, playing a little bit of 10, but uh, uh, he played the bulk of uh, the preseason at number nine and looks like he's going to partner with Kurt Coleman, the South African, coming in at number 10. Uh, I think he's going to be a, a DVS is going to be a really a spark plug for that offense this year. Another solid pick, my friend, but I'm going to play it safe again, and I'm going back to the front row. I was down in D.C. and watched them scrimmage against Old Glory, and their pack was pretty good, and they got a young guy, Chance Wengluski. I hope I'm saying that right, Chance, who's a very solid front row player in the Chris Bowman meets Mayor Mike Donovan mode with the whole look and the hair, kind of like a Burt Reynolds on steroids, but he is a player to watch. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of expected him to be in the World Cup squad when it was originally named, but he ended up getting called up when uh, David Ainu'u, the young guy, uh, got hurt there. But yeah, good solid pick, and it certainly looks like the ATL scrum is going to be a, a force to be reckoned with uh, based on what we're here or what I heard and what you saw uh, against Old Glory DC. And, and DC was without that certain import from South Africa, and that allows us to segue to Old Glory. Well, uh, you know, starts and ends at the scrum, right? Uh, and from what we hear, uh, a bit of problems for DC in that department of the preseason. So uh, look no further than the beast, Mr. Mtawarira. Uh, he's going to come in, solidify that, or hopefully anyways, just do the best he can. Uh, he's just head and shoulders above uh, the other forwards in that size. Uh, he's just a world-class player. So, uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think... It, 
it's it's difficult to figure out that he's going to be a massive figure for that team this year. Same pick here. Question. Do you think that having somebody so dominant on one side of the scrum can actually be a handicap because the other guys can't keep up? Well, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, you know, you're right. They've got Gordon Fullerton from in New Zealand in the tight head prop, but he, I mean, he, he doesn't even have uh, any professional experience really aside from some, uh, you know, some age grade provincial stuff in New Zealand. Um, so a big difference in, in experience there. Uh, it's really going to be interesting to see that dynamic. Is it just going to be a, a wheelhouse uh, at every scrum for them? Uh, I guess we're going to find out pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. They don't play any decent age-grade rugby in New Zealand. You know, that they're just all crap. But before some Kiwi gorillas show up at your doorstep in snowshoes, let's move on and go north yet again to Rugby United New York. Well, you spoke about another Patty Ryan uh, departed San Diego, but there's still one left in the league uh, for all those Australian journos down there who can't figure it out. Uh, this one's actually Irish. I'm going with Mr. Patty Ryan in the uh, Rooney scrum. I just, uh, you know, I'm not really familiar with Will Burke, this new young lad they've got in a tight head. So for me, I think uh, Mr. Ryan is the anchor in the heart of that scrum. And that's really what drove them to success last year. So I'm going to go with him. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're wondering why Brian Ray is on this show repeatedly, it's A, because he knows his stuff, and B, because he knows how to brown nose me by picking my boy, Will Burke, out of the university at Buffalo who has signed with Rooney. That's right, UB, baby. Burke is a good, solid prop behind the likes of a Patty Ryan who was born in Chicago. And you've also got Anthony Parry in there, James Rochford when he gets through from his visa problems. But... I'm going with the guy that I think is their fire, the butcher, the captain, the newly named captain, Dylan Fawcett. Dylan, is there is there something that you want to impart on the team as captain? Is there a Dylan Fawcett stamp? Well, it's, 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 also, it's always to inspire and, you know, to lead, but it's more like you want to bring the lads up, you know, when, when they're down. It's it's, no, it's knowing when to put the arm around the shoulder and when to give the kick in the arse, you know, and it's a... Uh, to be honest, we're a great bunch of boys. We're all very open and we're all challenging each other to get better. So that's the environment you want to build and, and that's what I hope to, to leave behind. And if I'm not mistaken, he was last year's leading try scorer or tied for second for try scorers. Yeah, that's right. Dylan's the, the, the captain this year and uh, hopefully a full season at hooker and not messing about in the back row like he did a bit last year. But yeah, he actually tied for the lead for MLR scoring last year with uh, Muscles Ryberg over from the Raptors. So uh yeah, good choice, Dylan's. Uh, he's such a fiery character. What a what a a huge uh, influence he is on that scrum and and the lineout as well. I mean, he he hits his jumpers. That that lineout was just such a weapon last year. So expect another big year from him as well. Brian, I think you mean try scorers, not point scorers. Yeah, you're right. Le- leading try scorer. Sorry for uh, apologies to Brock Staller for any confusion there. Seawolves owner Adrian Balfour, not the gentleman that is Brock Staller, <laughs> would be all over us if we didn't make that distinction. Brock Staller, by the way, is the guy that wears toe spacers around the house. Thank you, Matthew Drew Turner. I don't even know how to follow that one. I'm going to have to uh, check that one out, send some, uh, do some intel with the Seattle crew to confirm that rumor. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, hold up, Brian. Uh, I'm getting word that we have Mr. Colby Marshall on location here in the Pig & Whistle with his MIP. Let's go to Colby here in the Pig & Whistle. 
Guys, I wanted to weigh in on my pick for Rooney's MIP, and that's Chris Matina. He can play anywhere in the back line. He can kick for points. He can kick for touch. And he's from New York City. Chris Matina, what's not to love, but Colby, you can't just interrupt the likes of yours truly and Brian Ray on location in the Pig and Whistle while we're on location in the Pig and Whistle. Do that again. You won't work in this town again, pal. Hold that thought. We got to take a quick break. We'll be back with Mr. Brian Ray. Been blind since I was four. And I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste. And my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has the taste and the flavor. What do you think's on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. That's good beer. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street. And we are back. Matt McCarthy at the World's Best Rugby Pub, The Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street. We have Mr. Brian Ray calling in from Nova Scotia. And before we get back to him, we have to do a few reads so that I don't get my butt kicked by the likes of KJ Fury the next time we see each other at a function. Rugby New Jersey's 7th Annual College Fair and Combine will take place on Sunday, February 23rd at the Morris County Vocational School in Denville, New Jersey. Coaches and administrators from over 40 collegiate rugby programs will be on site to give the information to players and the parents about their school and the rugby program. New Jersey high school rugby players, both boys and girls, are encouraged to attend. Players from out of state are also invited. Team rates are available. Registration is required, so go to www.rugbynewjersey.com. That's R-U-G-B-Y-N-E-W-J-E-R-S-E-Y.com for all the information. And this year they've added a coach's corner. So this is something you don't want to miss. Also, Connecticut Select Rugby tryouts this Sunday at the Danbury Sports Dome from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Here's a quote. We are looking for opportunities to play and grow the game in Connecticut and beyond, creating free under-19 and under-23 programs for men and women in the name of rugby development, while also creating pathways to Major League Rugby. Brian, let's continue our MIPs. New England, the home of the Super Bowl. Cha- oh, sorry. They didn't win the Super Bowl this year, folks, did they? But the New England Free Jacks are up there. And A, what the Sam Hill is a Free Jack? And B, who is your pick? Yeah, uh, kudos to the uh, Free Jacks uh, social media, man, for the tweet of the month after that uh, Austin renaming uh, Free Jacks now. Uh, no longer the weirdest name in MLR. Uh, I'm going to pick, this is a team that uh, doesn't really have a lot of big names jumping out at you, but, uh, you know, some might look at the Kensuke Hatakiyama, the uh, Japanese tight end prop, but I'm going to pick Baudain Waka, the uh, New Zealand Sevens uh, fella they've got in, uh, really creative player, can play anywhere across the back line. He's going to be at fullback, it looks like. Uh, speedy guy, you know, he's not the biggest, but he's he can step, uh, he can make guys look silly. Uh, I think he's going to bring a lot of X Factor and create a lot of tries for them this year. An excellent choice. And ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't noticed already, Brian Ray has the uncanny ability to 
pronounce correctly the most difficult names on paper. That's why he gets the big bucks. And I'm going in that vein with a guy whose name is always mispronounced, Tig Leader, the fly half. It's not Tag, it's not Tiju, it's Tig, ladies and gentlemen. It was Brian Baru's Irish poet son. But Tig Leader is their Tom Brady. He's their fly half. And I was sold on Tig Leader when I was at an exhibition match between Rugby United New York and the New England Free Jacks, and I saw him and Cajal Marsh of New York just duel it out as gunslingers with kicks from impossible angles on conversions and penalty kicks. I think they collectively made nine of ten kicks from ridiculous angles. Tig Leader's my guy. Yeah, I thought about uh, picking him as well. Captain Fly Half, uh, the steady the steady figure in that back line. And, uh, you know, looking at their squad, if there's one spot that's maybe a little bit thin, they've got uh, Tim Guillaume and the Frenchman in there behind him. But uh, you'd have to think Leader is going to be uh, picking up the bulk of the minutes there. Tig Leader's my guy. But let's go to the Toronto Arrows, your guys, whom I have to apologize to profusely. And thank for their patience after yours truly put them through technical mumbo-jumbo last time out. Yeah, I hear you've got some uh, making up to do with with the arrows. Uh, I am an unabashed arrow supporter. You might notice a little hat uh, hiding back in the corner there. I wonder why. Uh, We're going to go with Mike Shepard here. Pretty obvious uh, choice. Uh, I just think that, you know, they, they... if there's one another team kind of like the free jacks where they don't have a lot of stars shooting out at you but uh you know shepherd just day in day out is just the epitome of strength in that side he makes the big hits big runs he's just such an inspirational figure uh i'm gonna go with uh mike shepherd all right you can't argue with shep who i call shep now that we're pals uh He's an integral part of that organization, as you say up there. But I'm going with the guy that Tomas de la Vega and Ben Lesage both picked as the guy that they would want behind them or in front of them if they were entering a dark alley. And that is none other than the mullet-wearing Q, Andrew Quatrin, the hooker. And I got a man crush on him. Yeah, Q's got a great uh, great haircut. He's got some wild tattoos on the go-to. Hard man, I'm a big fan of his. Uh, I'm glad that he went to the World Cup. I think he should have been in the Canadian side a little bit before that, but that's a case for someone else. You know, and, uh, you know keep an eye on those guys uh, underneath. You know, we're going to push them a little bit. Stephen Ng and uh, Jack McRogers, both Canada under 20 guys just behind him. So good core of hookers they got there, but Quatrin really is a difference maker. And that speaks to their depth. The fact that they have two hookers that could potentially push this stud really just underscores their depth and underscores my pick of Dylan Fawcett because without him, Rooney is in trouble. And we're basically out of time, and and I know that we'll be speaking often this year, specifically now that there's this contrived animosity that we're building. But before you go, who is going to win it all this year? Well, I'm uh, wholly impartial in my uh, choice. I'm going to go with the uh, Toronto Arrows to top the East. I think I think Toronto, uh, Rooney, and Nola, the three returning sides, are going to be battling it out for those uh, those three playoff spots. Uh, the expansion guys are going to be just a step below. But uh, I think the East is going to be really, really competitive, more so than the West. And I'm going to pick the Arrows to come out on top. I respect that. I respect that. You have to live, after all, in that country with all those guys. I'm going to go objectively with Rugby United New York. Well, you know, you got a lot of driving to do with those guys and hanging out. They pig and whistle on a daily basis. So if you don't pick them, it's going to be an even longer season, I'm afraid. 
All right. Who is the MIP most important player of the entire league? Not an easy one, is it? All right, all right. I'm going to go with uh, a guy out in Seattle, a, a big, uh, powerful second row. We might have seen him last year in action, uh, Brad Tucker. Uh, he was just all over the pitch, uh, does everything, uh, acts like an extra loose forward even when he's playing a lot, and plays on the tight head side of the scrum as well. So uh, I'm going to go with Brad Tucker, who's just an animal out there. All right. And again, you're making me look like I know what I'm talking about because I picked Brad Tucker as my MIP for Seattle, but I'm going with Joe Peterson of San Diego. Stay sexy, Joe San Diego. Uh, another brilliant player. Can't wait to see him uh, tear up the field again this year. And what a Ma'anani is going to be playing alongside him. Oh, my goodness. All right, Brian, we are out of time. My producers are livid off camera and at the risk of alienating them further. That hat behind you with the A, is that for the, the Austin franchise? Gregonis, Jabronis, Gilgronis, what is their name again? Oh my goodness, that was just crazy. Yeah, they're, they're putting the Gilgronis next to the Tim Hortons on York Street or York Avenue up there, right? They'll be the first customer. <laughs> first in line, the money's in my hand. Take it from me. Oh my goodness. Oh. And there you have it. On behalf of Mr. Brian Ray of America's Rugby News. Always a pleasure. I'm Matt McCarthy for Rugby Wrap-Up at the world's best rugby pub, The Pig & Whistle, signing off.